www.weasleyswizardweezies.com. What does WWW stand for? Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. So if you're reading that correctly, it's Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. Weasley's Wizard Wheezes.com. By now, save 10% with code just another chapter. This kinda, is just it, it another is. chapter, a book club style <laughs> podcast where we dive deep into the world of books one chapter at a time. And now we are on to our Harry Potter series, the fourth book, The Goblet of Fire. Jacob, how are you? Well, that was sounded like an infomercial at first. I was like, damn, this guy's reading off a script with that Weasley Wizard Wizards. I'm just that good. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to like, you know, give myself a pat on the back, but I'm just that good at everything. Contact your doctor if you receive long-term side effects from Weasley's Wizards Wizards. Hey, come on. The, our teacher would have been really proud of me. And oh you. no, that was beautiful. That was that was, that was a good I was proud. Too. I was proud. That's peace, love, and respect. Yeah. And now we're Absolutely. back in our Harry Potter world with more peace, love, and respect. As Harry is finally back to the burrows, but don't let me tell you, Jacob, you are the storyteller on this podcast. So please walk us through chapter five, Weasley's Wizard Wheezes in this great book. Yeah. Like you said, Harry, he's arrived at the burrow, a very familiar place at this point. In Harry's life, and he left a place where it was uh, seemed like stuff was going down. So uh, Harry, um, he's now at the borough. He just shares a laugh with with Fred and about what just happened with Dudley eating that toffee, um, the thing that they clearly invented. And in this house, uh, there are two redhead folks that uh, Harry's never met before. Harry suspects Ooh. it's Bill and Charles Weasley or Charlie Weasley. Um, the two eldest brothers um, of Ron and the twins. And it is in fact them. They greet Harry and he's kind of surprised that Bill is actually like a cool dude. And same thing with Charlie. They're much, much different from one of the older brothers, Percy Weasley just graduated. So he kind of, um, he's pleasantly surprised that they're mm -hmm. actually cool dudes. And not too long after that, Mr. Weasley also comes back he appears and he is frustrated they're all laughing but fred said he didn't give it to dudley he just fell out of his pocket and he ate it. it's not my fault he defends he defends his case and says that he's a bully so i don't care and harry's like he's kind of right i don't mind that he did that either he's just like this is going to undermine muggle and wizard ecosystem this is not a good thing you know we shouldn't have done that because I'm sure he's saying that because he knows Mrs. Weasley is just around the corner. And yes, that's exactly the case. She's just around the corner. She walks in with a room in the room with Ginny and Hermione. She asks, what's the, what's going on here? Arthur's like, uh, nothing. I already talked to them about it. Don't you worry. And then the plump redhead asks if, um, it has something to do with Weasley's wizards, wheezes, Hermione motions, a trio. They gotta, they gotta get out of here before it gets ugly. Harry asks, what's, what's the deal? What is this uh, WWW? And uh, Ginny and Ron basically explain. It's like this joke stuff that um, Fred and George have created a long list of different like uh, doodads, joke tricks. And obviously, uh, poor, uh, poor Plump Red is not too happy with mm. that list. She wants them to go to the Ministry of Magic one day. 
but they're just using all their kind of smarts um, on this joke shop that they're, they want to use uh, all this stuff and sell them at Hogwarts. They go upstairs and they cross paths with none other than Percy, who was wondering what all that commotion was going on downstairs. He tells them he's been working on international cauldron standards to prevent leaky cauldrons. That's Ooh. what he's doing currently with the Ministry of Magic. Ron kind of scoffs at that and makes fun of him. They go upstairs and they hear the wrath of Miss Weasley downstairs. She must have finally um, heard exactly about the toffee incident. And she definitely did. They do a little small talk with their pets, uh, about their pets, uh, Crookshanks, the owls, and all, all that jazz. And um, they talk about Percy at work and kind of make fun of him some more. They ask about Harry Summer, and Ron kind of asks about Sirius, uh, without saying his name, kind of alludes to it in front of Ginny. But Hermione quickly changes the subject wisely because Ginny's not supposed to know anything about that. She was not there. She's not a part of this clique exactly. So they head downstairs. Miss Weasley is alone at this point. Everyone else is outside setting up uh, the tables and everything for food. Uh, Mrs. Weasley goes, basically goes off on the twins as they're just wasting all their, their brains on this nonsense stuff. Then Ron and Harry go outside. They hear loud noises. Bill and Charlie, they're just having fun with tables. They're like doing like jousting with uh tables like and it's i don't know it's pretty dope it's much better than percy Oof. and uh so now it's dinner time and harry he loved it he's stuffed uh he had a great time now one end of the table percy is just rambling on about his work he mentions a few people he mentions mr crouch uh, bagman he also mentions that bertha jorkins has been missing for a while after a trip she went on to Albania. So if mm. you remember from the first chapter, there was a, somebody who was killed named Bertha Jorkins. So it must, must, excuse me, must be the same, must be the same Bertha Jorkins. Not a very common you, name from my knowledge. You okay, man? Yo. <laughs> oh, God. My voice cracked hard. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That's not happened in a while. Um, Anyways, he looks across the table. Um, Harry looks across the table and he tries to get Hermione and Ron's attention. He says there is something uh, top secret. This is what Percy's saying. He's trying to get their attention. He's like, I've been working on some stuff. We're going to unveil it after the World Cup or something like that. And Ron basically is just like, I don't give a, I don't give a shit. You mind your own business over there, Percy. You just talk whatever. But then the conversation switches to Quidditch, which everyone likes. Everyone's excited. They're all uh, looking forward to the Quidditch World Cup. And as summer uh, supper is finished, Harry is just super well fed. And Ron whispers and asks about Sirius Black. Harry says he has been in contact. And he just remembers, why was I in contact? It's because of that scar, among other things. But he doesn't bring that up at this point. And time for bed miss uh, weasley offers to help harry with his stuff to get it all ready like she will with all her kids and hermione for the next term and time for bed and looking forward to the next day because they're gonna be off to the quidditch world cup what a time what a time it is to be alive what is yours first what is mine yeah that's the only lyrics i know six god 
So this chapter is very similar to the last one, Jacob. Yeah. Fast paced, super short, but amazing. I think so. I think you summed it up perfectly there. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it gives us so much. It gives us, you know, the mention of Bertha Jorkin. So it's like mm-hmm. four chapters at five chapters after. Sorry. No, yeah, no. It just gives us a little, little something to chew on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's something that you want. Like we haven't gone so far from chapter one to where we forget who she is, but we've also had four, uh, three chapters straight of just straight Harry and no mention of anything from the Riddle House. So it's good to kind of tie everything back mm-hmm. to be like, okay, like this wasn't a dream. So Harry, like, there's some truth to what Harry was saying. Then on top of that too, it's Harry meets Bill and uh, Bill and Charlie, who you know, part of the Weasley family, and like they described it, they're just cool. Like Bill yeah. is just, or sorry, Charlie was just cool, and he had thought that Charlie was going to be like Percy. Fuck Percy, by the way. <laughs> Fuck Percy. Yeah, Percy. We see at this point is very much so enjoying his job at the Ministry of Magic and he is just so far off from the two eldest eldest Weasley um, um, children and he, <laughs> yeah no what, what more can we say about Percy he's just I don't know he's just stuck up and just yeah exactly I don't know he's he's a character <laughs> yeah no like he's a character but I actually think that without him the Weasleys might be too perfect for the reader. Hmm. Hear me out. Hear me out. The Weasleys have all of their flaws in the world. We all know this. Yeah. Ginny is very nosy. That's why she took the, uh, Tom Riddle's diary in, in her first year at Hogwarts and opened the Chamber of Secrets. Ron is always getting in trouble with Harry. George and Fred... Must I say anything? Must I say anything? And then Charlie, he was the head prefect. But we also like Charlie and and Bill were like the perfect kids. Yeah. Like nothing ever actually happened to them. One of them was a Quidditch legend, and the other one was a um like I mean I think it was Charlie that was both the Quidditch captain and the head boy. So it's like yeah, we don't really hear much about Bill to be honest. hmm. We hear more about Charlie, but um. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a big bill book. I'm feeling a big bill book. I'm just saying. Okay, BBB. BBB, triple balls. Wait. <laughs> what? No, sorry. That did not sound. What? <laughs> Yo, what? Triple Wait, balls. What? Triple Bs. Lonzo ball. Lamello. <laughs> I mean, technically, like, triple balls is right, but it just sounds weird. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, is, it is correct. Yeah. Uh, triple balls. But, but back to my Angelo. thing, I, I think with Percy being so annoying, it, it makes the Weasleys more enjoyable because you can be like, okay, like they're not perfect. Like they fucking raise okay. the loser. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And I'm sure he does great work for the ministry. He's just so like pompous and whatever. He, what, he stops and, cauldrons from leaking. Are you saying, are you saying regulations are bad? Yes, regulations. You don't like you don't like international standards. I have standards, and they go international. <laughs> so there it is. Yeah, but you agree he does not, good work. He I'm is not. annoying, but he does good work. Fine, it is what it is. Okay, it is what it is. Um, 
Well, yeah, Bertha yeah, Jorkins. No. I mean, so Bert, you, yeah, Bertha Jorkins. Clearly, um, he's she's not someone who's in um, his department, uh, Percy's department, but he knows of her and she's been missing. So that's clearly just, yeah, it's like a little hint, something we can chew on from this chapter, but that's about it. I mean, it was just like the previous chapter. It was just a fun chapter. We get to see more of the Weasleys. And like you said, we meet George, or Bill and Charlie. And I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And another thing from it, we see like, we don't, at this point in the story, we know Fred and George are absolute troublemakers and they just love to just be kind of shit disturbers at Hogwarts and elsewhere. But we now we get a kind of a picture of like, they're not just like pranksters. They're actually like really smart pranksters. And it's kind of interesting to see Miss Weasley kind of be like, they're just wasting away making prank stuff. But that's like, that's what they want to do though. So yeah. Um, that's also just kind of like typical family stuff like oh you should be a doctor you can't be a, a podcaster or something like that <laughs> that's like that's basically what she's saying that's so it's like I don't know it's it's real life stuff even in the wizarding world that you can't be a you can't open up a joke shop you got to go to the ministry you got to work in the government I don't know it's typical kind of stuff um, that we see from that family Yes. It, yes. I love the Weasleys. I love how this yeah. just added more to their story. And it just, I don't, I'm sorry, it didn't add more to their story. It just gave more context. Different, yeah. It just, it was adding the gravy to the already scrumptious meat and potatoes salad we had on meat and potato salad. I'm just all over the place today. It, it was just, it was a good chapter, but like the last chapter, I'm going to give it a three out of five. Yeah, me too. I also gave it a three out of five. Um, yeah, not much happened. Um, like you like you said, it did kind of tie back things. It gives us some kind of proof that that wasn't a dream. That was actually pretty vivid and pretty real. Uh, the fact that Bertha Jorkins, who was mentioned in uh, his dream, actually is missing and was murdered. Um, so that's about it. But besides from that, it was just a fun chapter, not much detail. Well, there's detail, but like not detail to like the canon, the, the kind of real kind of storyline. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I yeah. feel the vibes. Um, so give me your favorite character of this chapter, unless you have something else to add before we move on to the rest of our awards. Not really. Um, yeah. My favorite character was it's hard to really say it's kind of it's it's basically fred and george but it's also uh miss weasley because like she's the plump redhead shout out but also just like i don't know i just like to see that that dynamic of like she just in her mind she just wants what's best for fred and george and they're just kind of rebel kind of um teenagers that just want to have fun and um she's clearly caring and she does all the food and everything prepares offers to help Harry with his trunk for the the next term and everything it's just I hope he's paying shout, shout out Yo, he better run that tip run it bro she what do you mean run galleons tip? he should be paying for the entire Weasley household's books and he didn't even pay for Ron's wand 
He should have. That is a mistake. The only reason why Ron got a brand new wand was because his parents won some sort of lottery. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is really funny how they're like poor and that's what they say in the book like non-stop like the weasley family is poor they they have to kind of ration their kind of and like do a lot of hand-me-down stuff yeah and harry's got like a, <laughs> a whole vault full of of money and he's just like i don't know what to spend it all on why don't should you I just buy, should why I buy don't a you just treat your friend a little <laughs> i mean treat your friend like fucking do something good uh, yeah but same thing i gotta give it to the twins they're just so fun they're just so fun and i really hope they they really open their own candy shop one day wink wink nudge nudge yes wink wink nudge nudge did you have a quote from this um this chapter i actually didn't i it was tough to find a quotable moment i mean like when jkr wrote in plump redhead that's kind of my quote, like the word plump redhead. But aside from that, like, I don't know, like, what do you think? Yeah, my quote was just shut up, pig. Um, th- that's not even like it doesn't even add anything to this story. But it was just when Ron, who's um, Ron's owl, who is actually named Pig Widgeon or something that was named. Uh, Ginny actually gave the name, but he basically only responds to pig now. So, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Uh, shut up, pig. But it really adds nothing to the story. I couldn't really pick out any real kind of quotes that were kind of meaningful in this chapter. You know what's so, one quote? Shut up, pig. Meant yeah. a lot to me. You know what's one quote that was actually fun? Well, like it, I don't know if it's going to add much. I'm, it's confusing if it will. It's, it's two-parter. The first part is uh, Mr. Weasley saying, I like Ludo. And then... Percy replying with, oh, Bagman's likable enough, of course, but how he ever got to be the head of department, when I compare him to Mr. Crouch, I can't see Mr. Crouch losing a member of our department and not trying to find out what has happened to them. You realize Bertha Jorkins has been missing for over a month now, and then it just finishes off that whole thing, but just basically seeing Percy dick ride is kind of Yeah, he's a bootlicker, holy fuck, man. he's he's built different my guy he is built fucking different yeah um not not in a good way though yeah screw percy bye bye percy we don't like you so um anything else you'd like to add jacob before no i I think we can wrap this one up put a bow on this one yeah i don't know not much else to really add yeah I totally agree with you. Short chapter. I really like how J.K.R. is coming into her own with the Wizarding World writing. It seems as if she's kind of understood that the shorter it is, the more interesting it is, which is weird. And I'm looking at all of the rest of the book chapters, and they're kind of shorter chapters. Like, there's no chapter over 25 pages in my book. Hmm. So. Yeah. No, it seems like it just that kind of, I don't know, the way it's it's kind of told. Yeah, yeah, it's fast paced. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know what else I love, Jacob? That we're done today's episode. And we're going to be moving on to tomorrow's episode, chapter six, the port key. Come back tomorrow with Jacob and Joe for just another chapter. Peace. <laughs>